0: Chapter 12 We had shoved the taxons and the badly wounded horkbajir into the cargo hold of the ship we had not even looked into the hold to see what else might be in there now we looked we opened the door and Alaran and Arbron stood with their shredders ready in case the surviving taxons tried to attack us but the two taxons had other things on their minds they were attempting to kill and eat each other they had already finished off the wounded hork Stop it, or I'll kill you both, Alaran yelled. But the taxons were out of control, caught up in their own evil bloodlust. It was a vile thing to watch. Taxons don't have powerful tails like us, or blades like the hork They can only rear up and slam their upper bodies against each other while trying to gouge with their round mouths. Hey, their yurks have left happen. them, Alaran said. This is how taxons behave when they are not controllers. Their yerk parasites have left them to destroy each other. Where did the yerks go? I asked. Alaran calmly leveled his shredder at the taxons and fired. It was a low-level blast, just enough to knock the taxons unconscious. We stepped past their sagging bodies, careful to keep our hooves out of the gore. Behind them, the hold of the ship was filled with transparent circular tanks, It was too dark to see what was in the tanks. Computer, lights, Lights, Aloran said. Lights came on, and I instantly wished they hadn't. The hold of the ship stretched for perhaps a hundred feet straight back, with a width of a third that. Filling most of that space, glowing a sludgy green, were dozens of tanks. And in each tank, swimming through the viscous liquid, were grey slugs. Yerks, I said. There must be thousands, tens of thousands, Arbon said. I suspected this might be the case, Aloran said. These are yerks being transported to the taxon world. They are here to get bodies, hosts. Each of these will be given a taxon. What do we do with them? I asked. We seal the bridge, then open the outer hatch, Aloran said calmly. It took me a few seconds to realize what he was saying if we opened the outer hatch while we were still in space the vacuum would suck everything in the hold out out into the airless cold the yurks would die almost instantly prince alaran we can't just kill them all i said i looked closely at him to see if maybe he had been joking his eyes were cold aris elfingor i give the orders you obey the orders but they're helpless I protested. They They are are yerks, and this this is war. Would you rather wait till they have taxon bodies? I didn't know what to say. I looked at Arbron. He kept his face carefully expressionless. We... we can't do this, I said. It's wrong. They are our prisoners. We can't. It would be Murder. Be careful what you accuse me of, Eris Elfengor, Aloran said harshly. You're a child, so I forgive your impertinence. This time. But you are here to learn, not to question orders. And one of the things you'll learn, my idealistic Eris, is that war is not about striking brave poses and playing the hero. War is about killing. Andalites do not kill prisoners, I said. Aloran laughed. Is that what they taught you in school? He laughed again. Well, child, I learned my lessons in the battle for the Hork-Bajir world, not in a classroom. And let me tell you, the only thing that matters is staying alive. Besides, little heiress Elfingor, it's a bit late for you to get delicate. Not now, with the blood of your enemies staining your tail. This couldn't be happening. It couldn't be. Aloran was a war prince. I couldn't disobey a war prince. But this was monstrous. I won't won't kill kill prisoners, prisoners, I said. Not Not even Yerkes. I I could execute you right now for disobeying me, Aloran said. For a moment that seemed to stretch on and on, we stood there, face to face. I could barely breathe. I was risking my life and probably destroying my future in the military just to save my enemies. It was insane. But I could not imagine myself sending the Yerkes flying off into the vacuum of space. I couldn't do it. Sir, Arbon said tentatively, we're so close to the planet's surface that Yerk sensors might pick up the heat signature of thousands of Yerkes being Flushed into space, and they would investigate. It was true, maybe, but was it enough to get the prince to back off? Well, we wouldn't want that, Alaren said sarcastically. We'll wait till we've completed our mission on the surface. Then, as we leave the system, we'll clean out this filth. I breathed again, but I wasn't fooling myself. I had made an enemy of Prince Alaran. And I wasn't sure I could count on Arbron either. Time to acquire the taxons, if that meets with Erist Elfingor's high moral code, Alaran said. I turned away and walked back to the two stunned taxons. Without hesitating, I placed my hand on one of the taxon's slimy flesh. Morphing technology allows a person to absorb the DNA of any creature he touches. It takes concentration and focus, because the biotechnology of morphing is triggered by thought commands. Focus, I told myself. Put everything else out of your mind, and let the taxon become a part of you. And as I stood there, the taxon's DNA migrated into me. My life, which had gone rapidly downhill at a shocking speed, was about to get much worse. And then, with the skeptical eyes of Prince Aloran, and the frightened stare of Arbron upon me, I began to morph.